Hey everybody, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in to Apex Brackets presents the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We are uh, bracketing the best of the best in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. With your help, you're gonna find the best Marvel movie and that's very exciting to me. I'm going to talk about today, round two, South. So last time we talked about round two North. I think I only called it round two because I forgot that we needed to do a North and South for round two. But today is round two South. And I have some friends with me. One you've seen before, Dave is here. Hey, everybody. And we have a new, very, very special guest. And I'm gonna let him introduce himself. Hey everybody, uh, my name is Mario Miley. I'm a friend of Chris from college and a friend of Dave from life. And uh, I'm a huge fan of the MCU. I'm actually a huge Marvel fan from the animated series to the pre-MCU uh, cinematic world where each one was kind of disconnected from each other. And I'm excited to be a part of this adventure today. We are so glad to have you. So yeah, um, some of you may have met Mario. He came up for, um, he was on the UBF improv team. Uh, probably the first year that I was here. Does that sound right? First and or second? Yeah, and that was probably, what, like four or five years ago now? Yeah, cl close. Three or four, yeah. yeah. It's been some time. So some of the students might, may have met him. And then he's visited. Uh, he comes a couple times a year and will be in church on Sunday and stuff. So I never miss a baptism Sunday. That seems to be true, <laughs> yes. <laughs> this year it got weird because of, you know, things in the world. But, uh, but yeah, that often happens around WrestleMania time. There's a baptism and you have met my very large friend and this is him. All right, so today we are going to go in and just head right into our matchups. Um, we are going to get some thoughts on these movies. So this is round two south. I'm going to read you the storyline for the movie, and then we're going to talk about it. Then we'll pick our favorite for each uh, matchup. So today, the first matchup we're going to talk about is Captain America Civil War versus Captain America the First Avenger. So this is some cap-on-cap cap action, just like we see in some later movies. Cap, this is a nice tie-in there. Yeah, good um, job. <laughs> Captain America Civil War. Let me read you the storyline, and then we will talk about it, all right? With many people fearing the actions of superheroes, the government decides to push for the Hero Registration Act, a law that limits a hero's actions. This results in a division in the Avengers. Iron Man stands with this act, claiming that their actions must be kept in check, otherwise cities will continue to be destroyed. But Captain America feels that saving the world is daring enough and that they cannot rely on the government to protect the world. This escalates into an all-out war between Team Iron Man, Iron Man, Black Panther, Vision, Black Widow, War Machine, and Spider-Man, and Team Captain America, Captain America, Bucky Barnes, Falcon, Scarlet Witch, Hawkeye, and Ant-Man, while a new villain emerges. That is Captain America Civil War, which in my experience, and maybe you guys can weigh in on this, is more like an Avengers movie than a Captain America movie. Yeah. Um, but I love it. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. I'm playing my hand early. But uh, Mario, tell me, what are your thoughts on Captain America Civil War? Well, Captain America Civil War is uh, it's exciting for a ton of reasons. It's the first movie of the third phase of the uh, Avengers uh, story arc or the yeah. MCU itself. It uh, introduces Spider-Man for the first time, as well as Black Panther, if oh, I'm not mistaken. Man. And it actually brings Ant-Man into the fold of uh, hanging out and brushing shoulders with other Avengers for the first time. And it's it's uh, a great way to kick off what is probably the best phase, in my opinion, of the MCU. Yeah, yeah, we get like payoff after payoff after payoff in the in the third phase. And this is one of those movies that, like I've talked about before on the podcast, that I love the overlaps and this one 
I think it helps that it poses as a Captain America movie. <laughs> um, we get all these these overlaps. We get, like you said, we meet Spider Man for the very first time. We see Ant Man interacting with these people for the first time in Black Panther, and uh, I love all of that. Yes, me too. It seems to me like uh, it would be viewed as an Avengers test because they already have had the first mm. Avengers movie come through, and uh, the second one as well. But mm-hmm. as they keep adding more characters, the story has to be more and more complex and flushed out. And so in this, it's almost like a test run for the larger Avengers movies to see can the audience track with so many stories intersecting with each other at one time. It definitely feels like it was misbranded as a Captain America movie. And we see that people like these movies, and that is evidenced in how well they do. We didn't mention, but the uh, the the movies that got a buy in the first round were the top nine grossing income movies. And of those nine, one, two, three, four of them are Avengers movies, um, and that's all of them. <laughs> so yeah. like people and Civil War is in that group too. So like people love these overlaps. Yeah. All right, uh, Dave, what are your thoughts on Captain America: Civil War? Man, this is quite possibly my favorite Captain America movie. It's really close oh, yeah. with Winter Soldier. Um, both are directed by the Russo brothers, which okay. is why it feels so much like an Avengers movie because they do sure. they end up doing Infinity War and Endgame as well. Um, and they kind of set the tone for going forward. Like they set the tone for phase three. And it's like, yeah. it's it's funnier, but yet more brutal, more realistic. Um, it's, it's really fun. I, I thoroughly enjoy this movie. Um, some of my favorite parts of this movie are just like, the airport, like the airport scene, is insane. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I remember like just smiling so big in the movie theater the first time I saw that. Like they are, man. Some of those shots where they're fighting each other, it is insane. The teamwork where they're working together, all the throwbacks to other, it's it's incredible. And then also, the end fight scene between Iron Man, Captain America, and the Winter Soldier or Bucky, is so good. Not only is it just epic, the way it looks, the way it's shot, the the scene where Captain America and Iron Man, Iron Man shoots the shield and there's that beautiful mm. shot that's amazing. On top of it, there's all these emotions that are that are so good. Yeah. It's everything about this movie is great. I can't think of one bad thing. It's so good. But like you said, they hit a lot of notes. They hit the comedy, the action, the emotion. They really they get everything. Yeah. It's really great. <laughs> uh, some some downsides to Civil War in my opinion, and I hate to disagree with my buddy Dave here. Go right ahead. Is that actual fight <laughs> at the airport i'm someone who grew up with uh marvel ultimate alliance one and two the video games where they actually cover the civil war story arc as well as uh read the uh comic book series of the civil war and when you look at that fight in the airport which an airport's a huge space it's a good thing they put up some airplanes some terminals to cut off so you don't see how a few people are actually there considering (laughs) the the battleground it's right it's what they worked with and it's what they introduced so far. And it's interesting that they did the Civil War story that early in the MCU, given how few mm. superheroes had been introduced. They actually had to introduce a few rather quickly just to, just to fill in the, the fight. So yep. it left me wanting more. Interesting. Though that does not take away from the quality of the movie itself. Tell me, you guys are both like Star Wars aficionados. And I wonder, do you get the Star Wars vibe in this in this movie, in this arc, I guess is what I'm getting at? Like, I guess what I'm saying is, like, the Star Wars is just so political. Like, there's just so, all this government involved and these – and, like, the rebel thing is, like, huge. And so, like, I don't know. Maybe it's just me putting those two things together. But I, I'm, I'm seeing, like, a connection that here is, is the only time that we really get this, like, political arc. Does anybody have anything – do you think about that? 
Not at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean, this is better than any Star Wars film. So. Oh no, I completely agree with that. But but I mean like, I don't know. I don't know, Mario. Would you hear what I'm saying? Well, uh, again, that's not to disagree with Dave, but it, it's definitely not better than Star Wars. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but this this movie it it's actually more complex than the bare bones grasp of Star Wars. Star Wars plays with the idea of politics, but really it's a thin veil uh, over the story of good versus evil. And uh, Civil War, we have Captain America freedom-loving man who wants to protect his friend because he knows the truth versus mm-hmm. uh, Iron Man who has grown to this character to accept the flaws of his earliest interactions with the Avengers and uh, the fallout of the battle sequences that have affected the world. It's not as clear-cut who's good, who's evil, who's right, who's wrong. And I know for the build-up, they had like, oh, put it on your profile picture, Team Cap or Team Iron Man. And it, it tried to create... Uh, teams on something that's a lot more complex than the political systems of Star Wars has ever felt to me. Yeah, that's a great point. Yep. I like a lot how Iron Man is like on the side of following rules and Cap isn't. I think that that's a really fun angle. And Mario, would you say that that's similar to the Civil War, like um, the, the, the other storyline? It's actually the complete opposite. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In the mm-hmm. comic books, Captain America is for the court. He's, it's the superhero registration program where you actually had to you basically had to unmask yourself before the world uh, because if you are running around and not telling anyone what you're doing, there's no repercussions for what you're doing. And you are in a sense, uh, a vigilante in the worst way, because if you, you're wearing a mask, no one knows who you are. Other superheroes don't even know who you are. You're going out there. Buildings are falling down. People are dying and you could just never put that mask on again. Or you could hide out for like six months and put on a new mask and say like, Oh yeah, I'm clearly not, Uh, macho man i'm man macho right right i think it's so interesting and i think that this is something that the mcu does really well is they swapped that and i could have been sold either way like they were able to write it so that i believed that that's how it was supposed to be so i really yeah i think they did a good job i thought that was really interesting angle. it makes sense for the mcu characters over the comic book characters sure yeah that's a great point it's a great way to put it. Um, some of the things that I like that stood out about this movie, the uh, the cool mo- motorcycle like chase fight scene, we get Black Panther in action. Oh yeah, really great scene. Um, I just love the Winter Soldiers like that they have. I, I just love that plot device. Like you know, Marvel's notoriously bad for developing villains, but um, I like that that piece. <laughs> you know, yeah. he is a is it Zumo for this movie? Zoom. Yeah, something like that. Zemo. Yeah. Zemo, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, he as a villain is like fine, but that device in itself I love a lot. Um, we also get like a bunch of really big moments, like you said, a bunch of introductions. Um, we get Rhodey getting injured. Um, we, you know, Bucky, that character really fleshes out what happens, what goes on with him. Um, we lose the shield and that kind of stuff. So, all around, I would say an important movie. I think that that's uh, pretty hard to argue with, and I would say also a very good one. Does that wrap it up for you guys? Yeah. All right. So Captain America Civil War versus Captain America the First Avenger. So we have talked about this one. Dave, did you talk about this one on your episode? I honestly don't remember. <laughs> yeah, me neither. So I'll read the, the storyline and then we'll give us some thoughts on Captain America the first Avenger. It is 1942. America has entered World War II and sickly but determined Steve Rogers is frustrated at being rejected yet again for military service. Everything changes when Dr. Erskine recruits him for the secret project Rebirth. 
Proving his extraordinary courage, wits, and conscience, Rogers undergoes the experiment and his weak body is suddenly enhanced into the maximum human potential. When Dr. Erskine is then immediately assassinated by an agent of Nazi Germany's secret Hydra research department, headed by Johann Schmidt, a.k.a. the Red Skull, Rogers is left as a unique man who is initially misused as a propaganda mascot. However, when his comrades need him, Rogers goes on a successful adventure that truly makes him Captain America. And his war against Schmidt begins. Um, this is Captain America, the first Avenger. Don't let me forget to, when we finish this discussion to go back to end credit scenes for Civil War, which I forgot. Um, but let's talk about the first Avenger first. Dave, you have any information, any thoughts on Captain America, the first Avenger? Uh, yuck. That's my first thought. Every single time I think about this movie, that's fair. it is down on the bottom of my list along with like Thor, <laughs> both Thors. It it does set up a lot. So there are like important throwbacks to this that happen all the time. Like, you know, that I can do this all day. That like, there's like a lot of fun things in this movie that get thrown back to, but overall this captain America sucks. Cause he's not fleshed out yet. He's like the least complex part of him. It's just like, I'm the good guy. And it's just like, so boring. Everything about it yeah. is boring. There's so many montages that are boring. It feels like it skips all the parts that could have been cool. Like I would have loved to see him fighting with all of his friends more and like actually doing things. Yeah. But no, we get freaking another montage of him pretending to be Captain America. And it's like, <laughs> I, the movie moves too quickly while also moving too slow. The bad guy in it could have been amazing but they don't use him very well and it's goofy in all the wrong ways. Yeah. Uh, this is one of the movies that made it past round one. Um, like did the work to get into round two <laughs> and uh, it was up against Iron Man two. So not a huge battle that it had to go through. Um, I believe I voted Iron Man two on that one. Me too. But however, the first Avenger came out victorious Mario, you're making some faces over there. Can you tell us your thoughts on Captain America? The first Avenger, you guys could not be more wrong on this film <laughs> so captain america even called it a film captain america the first avenger it's it's set in a time where supers don't exist yet it's it hasn't re well i guess technically um the timing i'm not sure where that lines up with uh captain marvel i think captain marvel happens mm. later the flashback sequences i'm talking about mm -hmm. uh but th to the point it's the first time that the United States government, as well as the world, has had to interact with someone who is more than just a man. And they don't know what to do with them. This, they haven't had news of a giant green man running through the city like we, we see in the the um, first Hulk movie in the MCU. Uh, we're not, they're, they're not used to, you know, rich people making flying suits yet. And they've obviously not been introduced to the God of Thunder. This is decades before, and the government of course is going to mismanage that and and what's more true to life than seeing the government trying to stifle something they don't understand it's the introduction mm. of captain america it's the introduction of this of the superhero super soldier serum which is a story arc that plays out uh through winter soldier and mm -hmm. um sparks of course the civil war it introduces us to bucky who's a great character who develops from just this background uh, buddy of Cap, and which makes it so devastating when he's revealed later as the Winter Soldier and carries sure. through to uh, someone who's going to help carry on the memory of Captain post-Phase uh, 3. And I really enjoyed how it went from someone who they 
did they they uh as a little guy they didn't trust him to be the soldier that he thought he could be or knew he could be at the time they souped him up and then they continued again he, he's getting this break finally big break i can be this amazing soldier i can finally do what i know i can do and again he's weighed down by the expectations and under and the misunderstanding of who he is by those around him and finally he comes through he, it's a coming of age story as old as time coming from the underdog to the inevitable uh leader of the pack he's the last hero introduced to the mcu before the first avengers movie and i couldn't think of a better movie to be a capstone to that build to the of course final movie of the phase one well mario i have to admit you made some really points but um (laughs) what you you didn't do was describe a good movie yeah. right like you told me that the story is good which i in my notes i have sounds good on paper it is a good story uh I, it was the execution that i had a problem with and you and putting it in context i think that's all really great however in my opinion the execution of the idea of the movie was not good enough hey, not don't don't forget it adds in the red skull which when you see him mm-hmm. on uh what is that planet where they get this, the yeah. soul stone uh, Vol- from volmir Voldemort, yeah, yeah, well, whatever it is. Voldemort. When you see that that is a red skull, the yeah. the whole audience gasps. Like it's like, oh my gosh! Like he's like you know, that's a really only, great point. Infinity only, War is a such good a movie. great. Yeah, a, no, no, he's such a, a great character and is such a great villain that the fact that he's referenced to it later draws everyone back to such a great villain in a previous movie. If he sucked as mm-hmm. the villain, when they see him, they be like, oh yeah, it's Red Skull. He's back. Yeah, yeah. I think those gasps were comic book fans going, oh my gosh. He's not officially dead, so we can actually have him in a movie as a good villain instead of this nonsense character that was stupid in this movie. He's a ghost. He's well, going to live on that planet forever. And it's the first yeah. movie to introduce a uh, infinity the concept. Stone. The con- yeah, the concept of the Infinity Stone. Yeah, it ha- it, yeah important. It may not be good. the best yes. movie in the in the lineup. But it sets the stage and the groundwork for yes. a lot of other movies, and I don't think that should be so quickly over uh, or undersold. Good point. It's a fair point, and that's why you're here today, Mario, because you got hot takes and you articulate them well. Yeah. So thank you for that opinion. Let's do um, end credit Ooh, scenes. Yeah. So give me um, first. Give me Captain America: Civil War, oh, and then okay. talk me through the first Avenger. Okay. Well, I forgot just... to, to do that before. Sure, sure, sure. So Civil War has two different end credit scene a mid credit and then like an end end credit and both of them are kind of just setups for movies to come which like got everybody in the theater excited um the mid credit scene was foreshadowing black panther we kind of like are like looking mm-hmm. over like a jungle and we see a huge like statue of a black panther um and then the very last one is with um aunt may and peter parker they're kind of just there they're talking he's he's playing with his like new suit or whatever so that was like foreshadowing for homecoming those are that's nothing right. nothing crazy happens in that one. It's just kind of like, these movies are coming out. Get excited. <laughs> so these two heroes that we just met in this movie were mm-hmm. kind of saying, hey, we're going to get some more information on them soon. So that's yeah. Good. How about Captain America, the first Avenger? Real early ones. Yeah. So this one actually is basically the setup for the Avengers because that's the next movie that comes out after after this. And it is um, just uh, Nick Fury meeting Steve. And he like Steve Rogers is like boxing or something. And. Uh, Nick comes up to him and is like, hey, I have a job for you to do. And it's basically like a cut down scene from when in the Avengers he goes to Steve and talks to him about, we need you. Got it. Yeah. So, again, very important foundational stuff. Um, Just maybe make it good. 
next time. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so it's definitely not Mario. the worst of them all. <laughs> no, Thor's it's the worst. Close. It's close. <laughs> I don't know. Are you remembering Hulk? Because I would put that one lower, I think. Mm. But that's a different bracket. That's a different bracket. You're right. Um, so we got, if you were faced with that Instagram poll today, Mario, where are you voting? This sounds like this is going to be a tough matchup for you. Maybe I should go first because I'm going Civil War easy. Dave, how about you? Civil War or the first Avenger? Civil War easy. <laughs> All right. So a tough matchup in Mario's mind. Where are, you, where are you putting your vote? Faced with an Instagram poll right now. Captain America Civil War or Captain America the First Avenger? As much as I talked up Civil War, it's actually not a hard choice for me at all. I go with uh, Captain America the First Avenger uh, wow. easy because it's so early in the MCU. It's it's establishing a character who is beloved by the MCU and it's not riding on the coattails of the mm. movies that come before it. The uh, Captain America Civil War, that's what is that? That's the first movie of the the third uh, yeah. phase, it's yeah. got so much behind it that even if it wasn't good, a lot of people are going to come out to see those superheroes yep. and it would do well regardless. That's true. All right. Well, I appreciate the diversity. I think that when it comes down to it, that the people will vote Civil War. Yes. I think, uh, come on, we'll come on uh, Apex Youth, you can do it. Captain America, <laughs> the first Avenger. Let's go. If, if it wins, I'm quitting everything. <laughs> He's the first I'll Avenger. Never, I'll never be back. All right, we got another we got another Captain America in this next back matchup. Yes. We got Captain America the Winter Soldier versus Iron Man 3. All right? I think All right, let's just do that. I'm going to read the storyline for Captain America the Winter Soldier. For Steve Rogers, awakening after decades of suspended animation involves more than catching up on pop culture. It also means that his old school idealist this old school idealist must face a world of subtler threats and difficult moral complexities. That becomes clear when director Nick Fury is killed by the mysterious assassin, the Winter Soldier, but not before warning Rogers that S.H.I.E.L.D. has been subverted by its enemies. When Rogers acts on Fury's warnings to trust no one, that, to trust no one there, he is branded as a traitor by the organization. Now a fugitive, Captain America must get to the bottom of this deadly mystery with the help of the Black Widow and his new friend, the Falcon. However, the battle will be costly for the Sentinel of Liberty, with Rogers finding enemies where he least expects them while learning that the Winter Soldier looks disturbingly familiar. That is Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Dave, what are your, you like this one, yeah? What are your thoughts on the Winter oh, Soldier? Oh, man. This, I love this movie a lot. Uh, just like even from the opening sequence, I knew, like, when I was sitting down in the movie theater, I knew, I was like, this is already so much different than the first Captain America, which going into the second one, I was like, this movie's going to suck because the first one sucked. So going into the second one, that like opening scene where he just jumps out of an airplane without a parachute on. It is so cool. He lands in the water. He jumps up on the boat. He's running around. That first time that we see him kick that guy over the side of the bridge, it's brutal. It's in it's intense. He's yeah. dead for sure. Like he just killed someone. It's so cool. Like, and then later he has the fight. I cannot remember the name of the guy right now, but on the boat, he has the fight with that guy. And it's so intense. You feel every single punch. And that just continues through the whole movie. We meet, we meet Bucky. We like Fury dies, you know, and then comes back, but he dies in this movie. Right. There's spoiler alert. A lot in this movie. That is great. Um, it, I don't know. It just feels so good. Everything about it is great. Great. Okay. Well, Mario, tell us about how much you hate Captain America. The Winter Soldier. The Winter Soldier is the worst <laughs> Captain America movie. Oh my gosh! <laughs> How did I know? Oh my goodness! It's 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 got the it's the curse of the twos. It has it's 
the critically acclaimed success of the first superhero movies, the second ones always fall short leading up to them. The, the rare exception being uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which did you guys already vote out? I believe Guardians 2 was up against Ragnarok mm-hmm. um, and lost in the first round, yeah. Okay, yep. well, that's that's an acceptable loss for me, but um, yeah, that's that, that one's actually one of the, on, the only two movie that I think actually uh, is good. Um, mm. The Dark World, garbage. Uh, yeah. Iron Man okay. 2, garbage. Winter Soldier, yeah. garbage. Oh, I didn't, I didn't okay. like it. I thought that it was... It was like a filler. Like, hey, we, hey, uh, Marvel, we gotta make tons of money. Let's uh, start popping out some more movies. It doesn't really, in my opinion, it doesn't really advance the story that much. But I see how vital it is to happen for uh, Civil War to happen. Yeah, you got Dave pretty upset over here. Yo, it does so much for these characters. Before this movie. I could literally care less about Bucky and Captain America. This movie made me care about both of them. Along with them, we have like Black Widow actually being a character for a first yeah. time in a movie. Yeah. Um, it, man, no, I think you're just so wrong about all of those things. <laughs> huh? Just everything is wrong. Um, I love it. Oh, I can't. It's so good. All right. Well, there's a let scene. me give you oh, my sorry, thoughts. Well, is it the elevator scene? Yes, no, dude. But yes, that elevator yes, scene right. is so good. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. no, that one stands out. I don't particularly love this movie, but the elevator scene stands out. Um, we I, we begin this, like, the ethical stuff for Captain America that we see really play out. Like, this is some of the groundwork is being laid still in this movie for him. Um, we get Falcon. We get, like you said, uh, Nat becomes more important, and Bucky really develops a lot. Um, and we see this this exchange for freedom exchange of freedom for security this is like a theme that really plays out i Mm -hmm. see like again it like has the the important elements you need to be foundational but however in my opinion not great this is my opinion so extremely foundational like how captain america the first avenger was but it's not very memorable in my opinion okay yeah no i would agree that it's not very memorable but i had the same problem with first avenger That's all right. Well, um, we may differ here as well because the next one. Oh wait, give me um, give me oh. post credits for Captain America: The Winter Soldier, so I don't forget. Good what do we got idea. going on after the movie is over? Winter Soldier. Okay, so mid credit scene, we have um, there's like we go into a facility, and this is the first time that we see uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Uh, yeah. We don't really know what they're doing. They're like in basically cages, and jail. they're just kind of there. Um, so it's like a, a setup for what's to come. So that's exciting. And then the very end of this, we see um, the Winter Soldier, Bucky Barnes. He is in the Captain America exhibit at the Smithsonian. Yeah. And um, he like comes across the memorial for Bucky. Like, so he sees himself and he like right. realizes he's like, oh my goodness, like people saw me as this good guy. Sam was on the episode where we talked about that, ep- that uh, scene and she called it Buckception. I believe so. Oh, okay. It's a callback to Buckception where Bucky sees that he's dead. Yeah. All right. So Captain America, the winter soldier. Now this next one is head to head. Wait, Captain America, the winter soldier is head to head with Iron Man three, mm-hmm. which I believe is an unsung hero of this universe. So Iron Man three, I get, I keep, I'm really good at giving away my picks real early. You are. Um, Iron Man three, the storyline Marvel's Iron Man three pits brash, but brilliant industrialist, Tony Stark uh, slash Iron Man against an enemy whose reach knows no bounds. When Stark finds his personal world destroyed at his enemy's hands, 
He embarks on a harrowing quest to find those responsible. This journey at every turn will test his mettle. With his back against the wall, Stark is left to survive by his own devices, relying on his ingenuity and instincts to protect those closest to him. As he fights his way back, Stark just discovers the answer to the question that has secretly haunted him. Does the man make the suit, or does the suit make the man? Iron Man 3. Mario, what are your thoughts on Iron Man 3? Iron Man 3 is a fantastic movie, I think. Whoa! Right next to... I did not see that one coming. Right next to Guardians of the Galaxy, Iron Man 3 is the best movie of Phase 2. Interesting. I think Okay. Here's here's the thing. It it by being the first movie in the second phase, it establishes that it's not uh full house anymore. It's not like we're mm. we're used to seeing these episodes, there's conflict, there's resolution, everyone smiles, you move on. But this is actually showing how Iron Man, Tony Stark, can handle the post Avengers world, the panic attacks, his his uh yeah unraveling of of can i do this am i worth this can i live with the guilt people died and i was there and uh that's just the that's just the dramatics of it but on top of the dramatics of it it's the uh it's the establishment of the iron legion his his diving into his work building suit after suit Mm -hmm. after suit and it's the it's this uh build up that actually leads to age of ultron his his trying to make sure the world's a better place this is pre mess up of that so it's an it's a it's a uh movie of crisis and recovery in a sense not full recovery of course but but uh it's a fantastic movie the only thing i would change from it is him taking the uh the uh battery out of his chest but it's whatever that's fine i guess Mm -hmm. and it also introduces if i'm not mistaken the uh is that where we get the extremist armor yes so revolutionizes the way in which iron man transforms from then on and uh that actually plays like a big role in a lot of the movies going forward as as well as endgame the suit that is breaking Mm -hmm. to pieces and trying to repair itself uh it's it's a it is a huge game changer and i couldn't think of a better movie to be the first in phase two now this movie is it got a buy-in round two um, but I wonder if it's because of that, if it's because Civil War did super well and people were like, well, we got to see this one as well um, because Avengers, right, th- that's Avengers did really well. This was the next one right after Avengers. Correct. Correct. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, so because I don't hear this one typically like regarded as highly as Mario just did. So, Dave, what are your thoughts on Iron Man 3? Do you have kind of a lower view of it? No, I like this. Oh, um, OK, I like this movie a lot. It. It's this one or Iron Man one that's my favorite Iron Man movie. Two suck. I well not all of them. Iron Man two wasn't great. Um, but this movie has a lot going for it. Like I love the fact that we are seeing Tony deal like with the PTSD from um, the Avengers movie. Like he has like flashbacks to it. He has panic attacks. He is like starting to lose his mind a little bit. I there are a lot of fun scenes. The relationship he has with that kid is awesome yeah um yeah, and great. then like like i've been saying i love movies with awesome fight scenes there's the scene um where he only has the one boot on in the one hand and he's mm. fighting all these people like yeah. we're actually seeing tony this time this is like the i think this cool. is the first iron man movie where we see tony instead of iron man he is very human in this movie yes and it's i think that's why i like it so much is because 
we're seeing past the suit and we're seeing who is actually yeah. there. It's, we're actually learning more about Tony. Um, which then like it all leads up to this final battle, which is just so cool because he gets in like, I don't know, like it feels like he gets into 20 different suits because he jumps yeah, in the yeah, suit yeah. and then it breaks apart and he jumps into another one and it breaks apart. And it's so, it, it, it's great. It makes me happy. Great when I scene. Watch it. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe my perception was skewed. Maybe somebody I know just didn't like it and it made me think people didn't like it, but I'm glad to hear that people do. The only other thing that I wanted to mention was uh, the villain in this movie. Um, Killian is like fine, but yeah. the Mandarin is so good. I love the Mandarin. I, I love that device where he's like this face for an actual villain. I love everything about it. Yeah. Yeah. You disagree? <laughs> It, I understand why they couldn't make the Mandarin the Mandarin. Like the the Mandarin is a yeah. big deal in the comics, and um, but he does kind of have like a lot of uh, like racist stereotypes. So I kind <laughs> of understand why yeah. they had to like dance around it, and they just kind of made sure. him this like the what they did. Um, it's interesting. I didn't know that he was a big deal in the comics, but I felt his like. Uh, gr- grandiosity is that how is that how you yeah. use that word? I just felt that he was he was a big deal, you mm-hmm. know. Even though he had one movie and was not, you know, the actual bad guy for terribly long, uh, I could tell that he was big. If I remember correctly, he was also hinted at in the first and the second movies. Um, mm. So people like were thinking every single time, like, oh, this is going to be the bad guy. This is going to be the bad guy. Um, he was almost the bad guy in the first Iron Man movie, but um, they decided not to do it right away. Yeah. All right, Iron Man 3, give us the um, post-credit information before we... Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, the post-credit scene is uh, more of a funny one. Like, there's nothing really that oh, moves great. anything forward. It We hear Tony just, like, um, like recounting his battle with Killian and, like, his struggle. Like, we hear him doing all this, and then Tony is, like, sitting down and, like, talking to someone, and we finally see who he's talking to, and it is Bruce Banner, who actually yeah. fell asleep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, wait, what? You fell asleep? And it's just funny, and then it's over. <laughs> so good, so good. All right, Mario, if you were facing that Instagram poll right now, where's your vote? Where's your thumb going? Captain America, the Winter Soldier, or Iron Man Shout 3? out to Gameloft for making the best mobile video game I ever played, Iron Man 3, where you can play <laughs> Temple Run, essentially, with Iron Man flying and oh, unlock okay. all the suits. It was I've played for hours and hours, and I'm going to vote for iron man three all right great vote how about you dave Ooh, i'm going with captain america mm. on this one okay it yeah is, yeah it is great great okay well i'm going iron man three as well um bucky's not a big deal to me but i i see i see the point i get why people go there all right so we got another heavy hitter of a matchup this next one's a big deal we got avengers infinity war versus guardians of the galaxy I, i'm just so sad to see this one i know um, infinity war is such a juggernaut in this competition guardians is so good okay let's start with avengers infinity war i'm gonna read a storyline right here for avengers infinity war as the avengers and their allies have continued to protect the world from threats too large for any one hero to handle a new danger has emerged from the cosmic shadows thanos a despot and intergalactic wait what a despot and integral wait and a despot of in- intergalactic wow you can do it buddy i don't know what a despot is you can do it i i, I need to look up this word because that would help me a despot of intergalactic infamy his goal is to collect all six infinity stones artifacts of unimaginable power 
and use them to inflict his twisted will on all of reality. Twisted is a little harsh. Everything the Avengers have fought for has led up to this moment. The fate of Earth and existence has never been more uncertain. Avengers Infinity War. Dave, what are your thoughts on this masterpiece of a movie, Avengers Infinity War? That is exactly it. It is a masterpiece. Um, from start to finish, it is great. We, This is the first time that I can think of that I watched a hero's story arc for the villain. Hmm. Yeah. It's a it's 100% a Thanos movie, and that's the only way they made this work, which was because there's just so many characters. And I remember going into it thinking, how are they going to fit all these characters? And like, how are we going to, who are we going to be focusing on? Because there's just too many leads in this movie for it to work. And then they focused in on Thanos. They made it his story and it was incredible. Um, There are so many good fight scenes. There are so many good bad guys. There are so many good moments, throwbacks, uh, like funny moments. You felt the weight of it as you were watching it, which was awesome. Like I remember sitting in the theater nervous, like almost hyperventilating. Cause I'm like at any moment, anyone can die because right from the beginning, we realize the stakes when he chokes out yes. Loki and you hear it. Again. <laughs> that when I, yep. when I heard his neck break, I was like, wait, <laughs> yeah, this is all real now. And it, it's great. I loved every second of this movie. Yeah. All right. How about you, Mario? What are your thoughts on Avengers infinity war? Did you like this one? This movie has a lot that it owes to captain America, the first Avenger by bringing <laughs> oh, no. back the the villain red skull in that scene man if it wasn't for that i don't think i could even enjoy that film (laughs) no but for real it's it's a you can't you can't underplay what a crazy movie it is uh yeah it has it and you know i made that joke for a second but for real the 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 movies leading up to this moment right now the ladders the rungs this is if you were watching money in the bank uh a WWE event, if you're not a fan. Um, the briefcase at the top. If you're watching a title match where it's a ladder match, the title at the top, what everyone is going for and fighting for, you climb all those rungs, you come to Infinity War. Yep. There's yep. not much I can say is bad with that movie at all. I just feel bad for the Asgardians who, I can only assume, after they got <laughs> slaughtered by uh, uh, Thanos, got snapped in half again. Yeah. So like, it's so like, really, there's barely any left, and then it gets so cut tragic. in half again. Yep. And uh, yep. and that's after they escaped from Hela, right? This is right after Ragnarok. Yeah. So like, yep. There's it's tough out there for it's, Asgardians. It's a fantastic film. I loved it, and I am frustrated that this next film is the one it's got to face off against. I know. Yes. Yeah. So I'll give you some of my thoughts on Infinity War. If you want my complete thoughts, I live tweeted it on the third movie theater visit. So you can go ahead and read all of my thoughts on this movie. Um, a couple things. Um, just Like I said, rough beginning, really tough right there. I-, I love the children of Thanos. Is that what they're called? The the children, right? Yes, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I just, I don't know, without, with barely introducing me to these characters, they went far with me loving them. Ebony Ma was my favorite. Um, the Ma, really, really great. I love the. the Gave him a nickname. Yeah. <laughs> Who? What? Yeah, good old the Ma. No, uh, Thanos calls him that. Oh, okay. Right? Sorry. I think so. Thought you were just so buddy Something... and buddy with this film. You're like, man, when I see the Ma on screen, <laughs> the Squidward. I, I don't remember ever hearing that before. So I'm pretty certain Thanos says something, something. They killed the Ma or they captured the Ma. I don't know. 
look it up. Somebody fact check us. Ma, ma, no. <laughs> um, we have this theme of sacrifice. It took me like a bunch of time seeing this movie to really, really go that deep. Yeah. But over and over again, we see like at one point, even Cap says like we don't make we don't sacrifice one person to save the universe. Like why, Cap? There are so many times where we could have. Um, I see like over and over we see this theme of sacrifice um i'm trying to like skim through my notes to find a couple of them but um for instance like peter quill does it at one point um who else uh wanda does it they don't want vision won't let vision go like over and over again it's like if one person would give it up give up their lives so like dr strange gives up a stone to save iron man um right nebula dies because gamora or doesn't die because gamora gives the location of the soul stone so like it's over and over again this like this theme of sacrifice. If we would sacrifice, like we might save the universe. Um, thought that was really great. The Thor and Star Lord dynamic, super super fun. I'd love to see more of that. Oh, dude. The Tony and uh, the Tony and Peter dynamic. The the finally accepting as yeah. a as a son almost. My goodness. The knighting to a full Avenger. The the new yep. suit, only <laughs> just for it to be tragically pulled away from us. Yes, <laughs> so quickly. We got the coll- the collector saying "magnificent," which is just magnificent. I quote regularly. Anything else? Anything else on this movie? There's too many things to say about it. So yeah, like, that's kind of how I'm feeling. It's like if I start getting deeper into I'm this, I'm gonna be here for an hour. But it's great. Every part of it yeah. is great. Incredible bre- battle scene at the end. Yeah, very very good. And then Dusty. They learned a lot from Civil War. Okay, tell me more about that. Uh, well, like I said before, it's it seemed like it was a misbranded Avengers movie where they bring in all these different stories, they bring in all these different characters, and it's through that that overarching story in uh, Civil War where it's really the stories about two guys and they bring in all these characters. They've they've learned from that, they've developed that, they build up all these characters, and they're able to run simultaneous storylines. Mm, okay. See, like in all the other Avengers leading up to this, it's it's one story. It's one story. Of course break off teams here and there but with uh with avengers infinity war we see multiple storylines happening simultaneously on screen yeah no i think that you are right in that this is different than any other movie in that way they do that better than they ever have um not at the expense of civil war being good but um, (laughs) right they definitely do it better than ever i didn't say it was bad because of that i didn't say it was bad (laughs) because i know i know i can read the subtext Mm -hmm. um dave what is the what do we got for end credits here because we are left on an enormous cliffhanger yeah that i didn't know was coming in that way and so what do we got for end credit scene yeah so the end credit scene is we've got uh nick fury oh yeah uh, with maria hill they're in you know they're just driving along they're talking and then you know the snap happens things are falling from the sky people are fading in front of them and nick fury pulls out this little beeper and he presses the button and then he dusts away and then we see it transmitting yeah. and we see the captain marvel logo we see some logo that i did not recognize at the time and yes that is true <laughs> so um again a huge cliffhanger at the end of this movie so we got to maybe pick up the pace a little bit um yeah. we got Avengers Infinity War versus Guardians of the Galaxy. So I'm going to read a storyline real quickly, and uh, then we'll talk about this one. After stealing a mysterious orb in the far reaches of outer space, Peter Quill from Earth is now the main target of a manhunt led by the villain known as Ronan the Accuser. To help fight Ronan and his team and save the galaxy from his power, Quill creates a team of space heroes known as the Guardians of the Galaxy to save the galaxy. 
All right. So we, I've already covered this one. So uh, maybe I'll, I'll sit back. I'll just say, I really, really love it. Incredible movie. Dave, what are your thoughts on guardians of the galaxy? Okay. Real quick. Cause I feel like we've talked about it a lot. I love James yeah. Gunn. I love the vibe yeah. of this film. Uh, I love yes. the soundtrack of it. I love the yes, overall yes. theme of family going into this movie. Everyone, yep. like everyone needs a family and they find it with each other finally by the end. Yep. It's really Very fun. Good. That's basically it. Uh, I think, again, Marvel is not the best with the bad guys until we get to Infinity sure. War. So sure. the, the bad guys, Ronan, Ronan the, des- the Destroyer, is that the it? The Accuser. Yeah. The Accuser, sorry. He is like underdeveloped. Like there could have been more with him, but overall it was yeah. great. Rocket is so funny in this movie. I think he's funnier yeah. in this one than he is in the second one. Okay. Um, the prison sequence when they escape is so fun as well. I so there's good. a lot. Yeah. There's a lot really, really, really good with this movie. That's one thing I love about this movie is that they're all a bunch of bad guys. Like all of the good guys used to be bad guys in this movie. It just happens over and over again. Mm-hmm. Mario, what do you got for Guardians of the Galaxy? Guardians of the Galaxy is arguably the most important movie of the MCU. Wow. Okay, lay it on us. So, every film to this point has been hero, story, hero, story, hero, story, and then a repeat of those hero stories. And and it's at this point that the MCU has become uh, repetitious, uh, repetitive, if you will. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's it's at the point where we're at a a two-movie slump. Thor 2 sucked. Captain 2 sucked. And now we're at this movie here. They change up the game. It breathes. It breathes a new life into the MCU with the levity it brings to it, the comedy interwoven into it. It expands the MCU beyond the bounds of Earth. I think. Yeah. For the first time, uh, mm-hmm. with, apart from the villains, of course, who are aliens. Uh, but oh wait, where is this yet? Avengers one. Yeah, the Chikara. They're from Off World in Avengers one. But yes, it, it expands it to this point where now we know not only are there uh, weird villains out in the universe, there's there's sentient life forms that care about their existence as well. There's pl- there's planets that look like Earth but are somewhere else. Obviously, it yeah. is a fantastic movie. And if it wasn't for Guardians of the Galaxy one, we would not get Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok actually owes a lot to Guardians of the Galaxy. It expa- it, it, just to recap, expands the universe, it breathes new yeah. lives, it brings transformative nature to the way in which we film the Avengers MCU movies. It's it's probably the best one. If maybe not the best one, it's the most important one. The best of all in our world of us watching these movies, it's the most important film of the MCU. Got it. Got it. Interesting. Very interesting. I think the 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 going into space is a bit huge deal Mm -hmm. i mean have we have to do that to get thanos and i think you're right in that way for sure and we see the power of the infinity stones at work for once yep like it's it's apart from the hidden uh uh tesseract you know when we see what is it the power stone the purple one yep yeah we're actually seeing how important just one of those stones is so like i talked before about setting the table this this one has cleared a dirty table and has set it for the next party. Okay, interesting. <laughs> All right, so this is a big matchup. Avengers Infinity War versus Guardians of the Galaxy. How does it go for you, Mario? I am so torn by this because of the cultural impact of Infinity War. But yeah. at the same time, it's just you can't you can't undersell how entertaining as well as valuable Guardians of the Galaxy is volume one was so i picked yeah. guardians of the galaxy 
All right. All right. How about you, Dave? I'm going to have to go with Infinity War just because Okay. It's it's one of my favorites. It's up there. It's so good. I sure. love it. Yeah, I'm going to go Infinity War 2 and I I sense that the people will also. Yeah. I get voting for Guardians, but I don't think that's how it shakes out. Come on, Apex, I believe in you. <laughs> All right, we got one more matchup. Ooh, um holy. we've got Spider-Man. Oh wait, I did I do Oh, what did I miss? I missed Guardians end scenes. Give it to a real quick. Oh. What do we get at the, the end of Guardians? I also forgot Guardians end scenes. I'm very um, good. At let's see. These were two scenes that basically didn't matter going forward. Um, uh, the post credit scene, we see that there's like going to be a baby Groot, basically. Like Groot is in yeah, a pod yeah. and he's dancing. So we're like, oh, dancing. he he didn't die. He sacrificed him nothing. Um, That's not Groot, by the way. The son. Groot's bond. Groot's, Groot's okay. dead. Groot is dead. Baby Groot's okay. a new Groot. Got it. Whatever. That is interesting. We could do a whole nother pod on that one. Okay. Yeah, that's probably true. I haven't think about. It. I haven't thought about it. <laughs> oh, and the next one's Howard. Yeah, and the next one's Howard. Howard the Duck. That's that's pretty much it. Nothing. Nothing big. Not very consequential. Okay, no. our last matchup of the night: Spider-Man: Homecoming versus Avengers. Marvel's The Avengers. Mm-hmm. So let's start with Spider-Man: Homecoming. Don't let me forget to go to the uh, end credit scenes before we move on. But Spider-Man: Homecoming storyline is as follows thrilled by his experience with the avengers peter returns home where he lives with his aunt may under the watchful eye of his new mentor tony stark peter tries to fall back into his normal daily routine distracted by thoughts of proving himself to be more than just your friendly neighborhood spider-man but when the vulture emerges as a new villain everything that peter holds most important will be threatened spider-man homecoming dave what are your thoughts this I love Spider-Man so much, and this movie is yeah. so great. I love the dynamic between him and Iron Man. He's, like, trying to seek his approval yes. the whole time, and it just, it, it, like, reinforces the fact that we finally have a Spider-Man who is in high school. Like, he's a kid still, and you can sure, really yeah. see it in this movie. Um, I, I like that they, they brought it back. Like, this is a very contained movie. It's, like, yeah, it is low stakes yep. when it comes down to it. It's just somebody stealing things from, from Tony Stark. Like, it's not not end of the world it's not anything crazy because it feels like you know every single thing we've done is like if we don't fix this it's going to be the end of the world this movie pulls it back because he is just a friendly neighborhood spider-man and sure i this was i i loved all those things about this movie yep i love the the turn to humor like a huge like comic relief kind of movie yes um i love the way that it lands in the timeline i think they just do so well yeah that it's like cleaning or they're uh like the 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 flashback at the very beginning they're cleaning up after the avengers movie they're cleaning up all that alien technology yeah and then the movie is like we're getting introduced to spider-man after we met him in civil war i just love the way it's got roots in the universe i think that that's really cool the way they did that um supporting cast is great ned amazing zendaya amazing vulture i love the vulture me too so much big fan of the vulture um when he like is picking up his girlfriend and the vulture is there. Like what a, I said this before when we talked about it, what a moment that is. It's so Incredible. good. All right. So uh, I believe that's everything I have. How about you, Mario? What are your thoughts on Spider-Man homecoming? Spider-Man homecoming is one of four movies from the MCU. I have yet to see actually when you right. asked me to be on this uh, podcast and I saw that it was on the list, I immediately turned it on and I got an hour and four minutes through a two hour and 10 minute movie Dang. Um, so, <laughs> okay, but, okay. but just for quick takes on why yeah. I'm not counting this one out and I will finish it, even though it's, we're going to 
uh, wrap up this podcast soon. And, and uh, you know, I'm not sure where I'm going to vote, especially with who it's up against, but the fact that it gives the Vulture uh, a silver screen spotlight, I really yeah. enjoyed because he's, yeah. he's someone who you look past pretty easily in uh, the Amazing Spider-Man um, cartoon show and as well as in the comics. And uh, the fact that they were able to bring him in from Sony, making it larger sure. into the the universe that much larger from uh, the real world perspective as opposed from the canon of the story. It's, it's interesting. And of course, it's, it's not without its own drama because Sony still does own him, but... Yeah. Great, great movie so far. I wish I would have watched it earlier. The other ones I haven't seen yet is the second Spider-Man one, and I haven't seen either of the Ant-Man ones. Oh, Ant-Man, solid. Oh, okay. Um, did I did I make a big spoil for you there? No, we're good. We're good. Okay. <laughs> I just realized. Yeah, yeah you kind of you kind of did. Well, this is a spoiler-rich podcast. So, um, what are our end credit scenes for Spider-Man: Homecoming? Spider-Man: Homecoming. So it is. Um, the first one, like the mid credit scene, is yeah. um, we got Vulture in prison, and he uh, meets mm, the yes. other this other guy, and they start talking, and he says, "This guy says he has friends looking to kill Spider-Man," and it it seems to be like a, a setup for um, the sinister the sinister six is what oh. it looks like it's going to be. Um, nothing confirmed yet, um, but it seems to be a setup for the sinister six, which. Does not happen. Spoiler alert! Does not happen in the second Spider-Man, but there are rumors of it coming out in the the third one that's going to be coming out soon. That'd be great. And then the very very end is just um, Captain America giving a public service announcement on the importance of <laughs> patience. It's so funny because you wait to the end of this, you're sitting there for so long, and then he's like, "Sometimes waiting isn't worth it," and it's so funny because that's all it was. <laughs> oh my gosh! What a great swerve! He just tells us we waited there for literally nothing. And it's amazing. <laughs> Solid. Hey, you got to see me. Yeah, that's right. Spider-Man: Homecoming versus Marvel's The Avengers. Let me give you a storyline. We'll talk about this. Uh, movie which is another one that got a buy in round one nick fury is the director of shield an international peacekeeping agency the agency is a who's who of marvel superheroes with iron man the incredible hulk thor captain america hawkeye and black widow when global security is threatened by loki and his cohorts nick fury and his team will need all their powers to save the world from disaster which is formed by loki and his team all right Dave, what are your thoughts on Marvel's The Avengers? It is a good movie. I I enjoy it. It's I don't. There's not. We're going through so many. We're like into round two now. So it's, there's just it's yeah. they're good. And I love these movies. I love these movies so much. Um, I, this one, like Loki, is a bad guy, and he actually yeah. is a bad guy in this one. He's a bad guy today. Yeah, he's a bad guy in this one, and I, I his his just who he is in this movie is really great. I like that the Avengers are fighting each other the whole time. Um, until like the very, very end. This is the first time that we see them working together on the screen, which is awesome. There are so many cool scenes in this movie that were just mind-blowing when we first saw them and then later on get called back to in later movies, like um, in Endgame and in Infinity War. Um, Overall, it is great. It is not the best Avengers movie. I think they were still working out how to have this many characters in one movie. Um, That'll be, that's the only downside to this movie that I see is that it is so crowded with people and they, they didn't know how to give them all a moment yet. So sure. it felt like some characters got left behind or the moments were just like not, not 
good enough, but yeah. the dynamic of the team is getting set up here, and it is really great. Yeah. All right, how about you, Mario? What are your thoughts on The Avengers? It's a great foundational film for yeah. the next two phases. It's a fantastic capstone for the first uh, phase of the MCU. I I really enjoyed it. It's What I struggle with in future Avengers movies is how much they add to it to make that movie happen, whereas this one, it wraps up. It 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 could have been, honestly, the last film of a sh- very short MCU. It feels right. Yeah. It feels yeah. like yeah. book one closed. It's, I loved it. I thought it was really good. It's the first time I've ever really seen anything like it, combining movies like this. Um, yeah. Every character is someone who I've already become invested in, and they didn't spend too much time trying to explain it they picked a, a a rather a rather agreeable villain that we can all get behind hating and someone that we could cheer for all of them for a, a team that we can hope works together even with the small clashes that happen therein we are excited to see what they're doing there and it left us wanting more and boy did they give us more yeah yeah that's for sure all right let me give you a couple of my thoughts um i forgot how important Agent Phil Coulson was um, Derek oh, yeah. in the last episode. Yeah, Derek reminded me of that. He's a huge Coulson fan, and you know, kind of reminded me that he's is kind of important. Um, so his death is what unites the Avengers. Like that's yeah. what the leverage Fury says. Like, hey, this is the, this is your friend, and he died, and hey, you need to be friends now. So um, we get some really cool moments. The iconic like Avengers shot that they pan around the Avengers group. Yeah, that will go down in history. Iconic. Um, we hulk slamming the loki yep like back and forth on the ground another great iconic puny yeah. god yeah right <laughs> the avenger score in this movie is is iconic yeah. now and it's oh, yep it's so good da, 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 da. Yeah. yeah yeah so uh i think they do well on music all around um i think that is oh one thing i forgot did the government try to nuke manhattan <laughs> yeah they did yeah and i just for- completely forgot that yeah. that happened wild they're just like well this is getting out of hand might as well nuke it yeah let's just cut our losses let's see yep that explains why captain america didn't want to side with them in civil war that's right there it is that yeah. explains it all yeah okay so let, let's have some uh end credit scenes post credit scenes on the avengers okay so it, i kind of disagree with mario where this one would not have been a good movie to end on because of how much they set up so towards the end of the movie <laughs> we see sorry i just want to say this real quick like we have um the tesseract which it's like ported off world somewhere like, Oh, what's that going to, what's happening with that? There's like a lot of things that kind of leave, they left up in the air. Mm. Um, but then the mid credit scene is we, um, see, I, I can't remember what this guy's name was. I think they literally just call him like the other, this random guy. He goes to his master who is Thanos. And he says, Loki was defeated by the Avengers. And it's the first time that we see Thanos on screen. And we realize like, there's a lot more to come and it's going to be mm. epic mm-hmm. because Thanos is going to be involved. Um, it was a big deal. I remember he literally just turns to the camera and smiles and you, everyone was just like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the very final, uh, end scene is the Avengers are all in uh, the shawarma place. I remember, uh, captain, like, is it not captain America? Iron Man, when he like comes back to like, comes back to, he's like, I want, he like jokes and says that he wants shawarma. He like wants to go down the street to get shawarma. And so yeah. they're all in this restaurant. Here's a fun little fact about this scene. Fun it fact was, time. It was added the day before the release. So it was like the day before the Dang. release, the opening. And they're like, we want to add this scene in. Let's go do it. Chris Evans 
had grown out a beard for a different movie. I believe it was Snowpiercer. I don't exactly remember which movie it was, um, but yeah. he had a beard. So if you look in this end credit scene, he has a prosthetic on his face and he's just like, he has his hand on his face and he's looking down because he Whoa. actually has a beard because he couldn't shave it off because of the other movie that he was in. Dang. He does have a beard in Snowpiercer. That might be it. I think it's no. I'm gonna go back and look at that. Yeah, that's super interesting. Mario, you said we're gonna say something about one of those. Uh, I was just gonna say that uh, I'm glad they didn't end with this. Just just from what Dave said about what I said, yeah. it could like if it stopped here, <laughs> I would be okay with it. I'm glad they didn't stop. There. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. It's a great capstone. And this is probably my toughest matchup for the day. Um, so we've got Spider-Man: Homecoming versus marvel's the avengers if i were faced with that instagram poll right now i think i'm going spider-man homecoming that's kind of a i don't know that's a weird pick i see different differing faces on you guys uh mario what would you where your where's your vote going spider-man or avengers avengers easy um i'm glad i'm glad to have spider-man part of the mcu i'm glad that the deals have been working out with sony thus far and he'll be in it even longer uh but you cannot undersell how valuable and important avengers was yeah i sense in your picks you're going way more into the importance to the franchise mm-hmm. um whereas i'm kind of just like you know picking a favorite better movie. better fight but, scenes too then i guess chris if that matters better yeah. <laughs> it's cinematically shot better uh I like, everybody gets i like the criteria. explosions i like the colors of the costumes <laughs> well all right, Dave, what is your pick for Spider-Man versus Avengers? This one's really tough. Like, it's so tough. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to have to say uh, Homecoming. It is – yeah. it's just one that you can turn on and watch, and it's good yeah. every single time. The, that's a good uh, point. And that's kind of how I've been doing this, where it's like, which was the one that I've like gone back to to rewatch over and over again? Sure. It's, it's definitely Homecoming over the Avengers, even though they're both great movies, and the Avengers is like – it is super important. It's like the first time we see them all together, but Homecoming is – there's – it, there's just like a lot of joy when you watch Homecoming. It's really fun. Yeah, that's a good point. Joy is a good point. If Homecoming didn't exist, would the MCU be better or worse? I think it'd be the same. That's a good point. And again, that's if that's your criteria, that's certainly <laughs> it. Because I ask a question like, if I were to pick one of these movies to watch right now, which one would I pick? <laughs> and I, I'm going Spider-Man there. So Same. Yeah, I'll go Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. That's a really good There you one. go. This is another that would win over everything. So, <laughs> Hey, thank you guys so much for a great conversation today. These matchups are getting more difficult, and they are only going to get more difficult as we weed out the stinkers and are only left with the best MCU movies. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be a part of this. Apex Youth, you guys keep it up. Oh, you're amazing. Uh, thank you so much. All right, signing off. I'm Pastor Chris. I'm Dave. And I'm Mario. And we'll see you next time.